Gabe, I've been here by myself for the last month and a half. I've been drywalling. I have been caulking the bathroom. I painted the, the old room. I got way into it, man. I, I, I've been enjoying this renovation lifestyle and empowering myself to get my security deposit back whenever I do leave this apartment. This is, this is you know? now a drywall podcast. This is, <laughs> this is the second episode we've started talking about drywall. <laughs> no, we, no, no. It, it, it is, dude, it's so, I mean, I know you, you might have some relationship to this because yeah, you, you've done some real estate stuff, but it's like the room got, it wasn't like left in an utter mess. Like it wasn't destroyed, but there was like tons of little pinpricks in the wall. And there was like, uh, some weird paint that would have been thrown up somewhere. And I was just like, ah, I got to fix this. And man, I got some fucking, you know, sheetrock compound. I got like some denatured alcohol. And it is, it feels great to just brush up the molding a little bit, make it real nice, and just utterly trick your landlord. <laughs> I want to see some sped up video footage of you uh, doing all of these activities. Mm-hmm. You know, we could get we could get you on home improvement TikTok. Yes. Dude, it 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 I'm telling you and you get in there and all of a sudden like dude cuz if you've ever put a hole in the drywall by accident, you put like uh you try to hang a television that's just a wee bit too heavy, it fucking pulls out a, a you know, a big fucking chunk of it. Just a big think, crater. Yeah, you think you think I'm fucked. This they're going to replace they're going to they're going to take my entire deposit away from this. No, no, no. There's just there's a million billion guys on YouTube, like you kind of said right now, who are like, I'm here to show you how to make a butterfly patch. It's going to make it completely invisible. And you're like, yes, you know, (laughs) (laughs) actual rise and grind. (laughs) Yeah, I feel I feel bad because I left my old apartment uh, in the middle of the Pando and I Mm -hmm. I'm sure that I left it pockmarked and scarred. You know, a million little paper cut wounds on the walls where I'd had uh, pins and nails. And there's one place where I know I pulled a pa- a picture off the wall that I had put up with um with the like double sided sticky tape. And when I pulled yeah. it off, oh, it took yes. a big oh, chunk yes. of that uh, <laughs> drywall. <laughs> Gabe was, yeah, yeah, Gabe yeah. was actually working with the FBI and had a lot of pins in his wall to like trace the clues you know and his whole house was covered in those trying to solve the mystery it was like that charlie day meme where i uh, where he's just got he's trying to connect all the dots yeah they they have to have cork boards because if they don't they're just going to (laughs) destroy destroy their walls (laughs) oh man it would be funny if they if like someone does like like we're selling, we're we're like selling the FBI building, and then they just take it down, and there's just string everywhere, <laughs> <laughs> string and holes everywhere. I don't know. It's just like an occasional like question mark. Like, did the Riddler live here? Like, what's going <laughs> no. on? Or like, oh. what's going on? <laughs> are, they, are they just like have to hire every single night a new drywall guy to, to like yeah. to, to, like to, like tape over all the new little pinpricks, and they're just like. When are they gonna learn to just get a corkboard? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and every like, day yeah. I send the, the head of the FBI an email asking him to buy a corkboard, please, and they never respond. 
What are we going to do with all of this old string? <laughs> yeah. You know, or you give it away to a charity so that they can make old grandma sweaters with it. Or mm-hmm. does it go off to a, to a cat, a cat breeding kennel? Or they just like Dude. break up another progressive organization, you know, to like with, <laughs> with FBI operatives and agents in infiltrating it and leading to assassinations because they have to create new reasons to use the string. Yeah. Make work. Yeah, That's the whole work. reason <laughs> that they keep undermining and destabilizing uh, progressive organizations. Yeah. It was- is, uh, <laughs> well, we, we had to do something with this string. Dude, dude, the bana- dude, there's some banality of evil shit going on in the Pentagon right now. Because, like, they've never been, like, audited meaningfully. So, like, they spend, you know, billions of trillions of dollars on stuff like that. And I swear to God, one of the things they probably spend money on is every time they literally fuck up a wall. And they're just sort of like, no, we just got to replace the entire, we got to replace this entire 20 foot wall with a mural of an eagle on it. Get the drywall guy in here again. And even the drywall guy's like, you know, you could be doing this way cheaper. <laughs> and they're just like, nah, we're never getting audited. Shut up. Yeah, yeah, it's <laughs> like, yeah, it's like 100 of the $700 billion in defense appropriations is just drywall guys. Yeah. <laughs> contractors. God, it's it's all just like, it's New York City contractors who moved down to the D.C. metro area, and they don't even have any joy for it. Like, back in New York, they would be like, I fuck. I've, bro, I fucking love scheming and shit like that. But like when they're working for these actual like uh you know national natsec people, they're like, "There's no joy in this. I can't even scam these people. They're just giving me their money." Yeah, this it, is, uh, it's too easy. In my life. It's too <laughs> easy. <laughs> you know, easy, cutting man, the corners used to give me uh, some joie de vie, but uh... <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. That's a yeah, perfect. Yeah, <laughs> we're here. Uh, Gabe's back in the house. Say what's up, Gabe. What's up, everybody? It's uh, I'm thrilled. I'm thrilled to be here. I'm uh, 50 percent vaccinated and um, and just enjoying my life. Nice. Did you get it because you're like you interact with kids or something like that? Yeah, it's it's never been a better time to be able to tell the government that you're asthmatic and that you have an educator's license. Yes. Mm -hmm. So I am uh, doubly qualified to get the vaccine. I went to the Javits Center where uh, it was active duty military personnel were there administering the vaccines, and it felt like I was in a scene from 28 weeks later. Oh, yeah. Sure. Uh, Do you you, you see a lot of AR-15s? You know what? These were the kindest, gentlest, um, (laughs) best front-of-the-store soldiers I've ever seen. You know? Nice. Nice. Yeah, after after uh, Kamala and Biden, or Biden and Kamala, decided to uh, drone strike Syria earlier this week, I was in a really, you know, in a bad mood, grumbling about the empire, grumbling about <laughs> our men and women in uh, in uniform. And then I go, and uh, our our beautiful men and women in uniform decided to inoculate me. So, it, in a way, I I think that this was a winning the hearts and minds. Thing. That's the beauty of it. That's the beauty of uh, automation, Gabe. You know, we don't have to do the dirty work anymore. Now we can just focus on the smiles. Just focus on the smiles. I got it. You know, and it was wonderful. It was a BIPOC troops, mm-hmm. beautiful, <laughs> a witty, uh, fun. Witty. Yeah, they were. They 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 were. Just, yeah, they were. The the troops were. You know, dividing Working us up bits. and putting us in lines. They had bits. <laughs> they're smiling yeah. behind the mask. They're all wearing the masks. Sure. Wow. But uh, that, but that's, I was that's like, that's kind of surprising for an officer. 
<laughs> yeah. Well, they weren't the police. They were the troop. Yeah. The cops. So, yeah. The, the cops yeah. just let their gonzo noses hang out over the top of their masks. They don't care if they're wearing masks. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um. But but it was uh it was surreal and and it made me you know it 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 heightened the contradictions between my my disdain for empire and yet my approval of um of uh, U.S. troops uh, doing <laughs> doing things like running well, we want, vaccine centers. We, yeah, like we like the idea of the government doing nice things. Yeah, like yeah. Who cares? Like I mean, and uniforms are not objectively bad, ugly things. Uniforms are just pieces of clothing, and so if it's someone in a piece of clothing that's doing a nice thing, who can object to that? Dude, beautiful uh, early 20-something Latinas with their hairs pulled back in tight buns wearing uniforms. The uh, tightest bun. Poke, poking, my, <laughs> poking my arm with a Pfizer Moderna Vax. Hell yeah. Such terms. Yeah, yeah keep... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is, this there, is my new Pornhub category. Yeah. <laughs> did, their, did, their, did their uniforms have an, a little red cross to signify medic or something like that? No. No, none of that. None of that. Ac- okay. Actually, okay. the... Um, the porn okay so one category of porn i think is funny is when they like start engaging in sex with like absolutely no actual justification for it it was just like help i'm stuck in the laundry machine the only way to to get me out is to fuck me out of it Um, but like you could imagine the scenario kind of making sense with uh, like the vaccine site which is like actually there's uh johnson and johnson just came up with a new vaccine distribution the most effective one i've been infected with 400 percent coronavirus vaccine and the only way for me to give it to you is is through through is through sex it's is through you it's through you yeah. there there yeah, we go yeah, yeah, yeah. there we go yeah john it's johnson and johnson and johnson yeah <laughs> well a family company <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh, no, no, <laughs> no, no incest porn because it's a family company. <laughs> well, I, I don't know, actually. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, so anyways, welcome to Ponzi Scream, guys. Uh, we are here uh, to talk about some really fun companies. I, I just want to like uh, go over why we're talking about some of this stuff. There's this the SEC recently suspended trading for a bunch of companies based on their social media and trading activity. These are publicly traded companies, and they're on what's called the -the over-the-counter marketplace. Okay, so just like a prescription that is versus over-the-counter drugs, right, you can just Mm -hmm. buy them at the store. They're next to the Haribo gummies and the paper towels. Like, that's where you get your Midol. And, the, and, and your Claritin D. Your, and your Claritin D. These are the things that you don't need the intermediary of the prescription, right? I'm going to push back on that. With the Claritin D, you're going to need to get, <laughs> you're going to need to take a coupon to the front, uh, especially if it's got pseudoephedrine in it, because they don't yeah. want you smurfing these pills and making meth. <laughs> no, no, no. They don't. They, they they don't want that. They're gonna keep it behind the counter, right with the baby formula. That's <laughs> <laughs> dark. <laughs> very, very dark. Well, now all these pharmacies have locks on them to prevent people from stealing anything, uh, like God, toothpaste yeah. and stuff. So there's nothing. Nothing is over the counter anymore. Nothing is sacred. Um, but the, the anyways, the metaphor's fucked. But in in uh in the securities world, if something is over the counter, that just means it's not 
traded on a stock exchange. It just is, uh, you, you, you might call over-the-counter markets uh, the original blockchain, if you will, as in it's uh, decentralized and no one's really, no one's calling the shots. Uh, Wait, so David, so so clarify for the, this for me. So if I if I if the, are these places where I can buy a stock in a different way, or are yeah. they, what are they doing? It's just okay. broker to broker. It's just person to person. There's no, there's no intermediary like the New York Stock Exchange, just like keeping track of this stuff. You know, or Inter- like facilitating so, it in any particular way. You don't have to follow their rules. So I can just okay. So I can just like go into like Jerry's Stock Hub. And be like, hello, Jerry, because it's only him. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would like to buy one stock of Ford, and he'll do it. It's more stuff that's on OTC is, I, I, from what I understand, is not going to be Ford because Ford is already on uh, either Nasdaq or the New York Stock Exchange. So it's going to be like Helix Wind, Helix Wind Company, or. Uh, E-House Global uh, or Marani Brands. I mean, just these, oh, I mean, just some of these are just absolutely insane. Blue Sphere, uh, just th- these are all companies that we've never heard of before. And what so you I'm going to say. You a broker and you say, hey, I want some over-the-counter shit. Give me some, give me some dirty. And they'll give you some dirty. And that's, that, that's going to be an OTC. <laughs> they'll give you some dirty. <laughs> I hear you. It's kind of like going to the dog races instead of going to uh, some other the pony, races. The, the pony races. The <laughs> horse races. It's, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. it's like going to a back alley dog fight instead of going to the dog races. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, totally. Or, this like, is, or like a yeah. side bet. Like it's it's like it's like an, it's like doing your dog gambling, but like under the bleachers with a guy that you only know as like slick Vinny, like but not actually going to the counter and placing your bets but it's legal yes, it's, it's legal. like these 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 stocks are legal they're just weird and little it almost sounds like a version of penny stocks or something like that right i mean yeah yeah so it's uh they are the the, the difference in size is not how much ownership you have which is a penny stock is you only have like yeah yeah i mean it's like worth nothing right um, but yeah, it's the size of the thing itself. So the SEC tra- um, banned the trading activity of 15 of these companies, and some of them are absolutely absurd. I want to start with uh, Bebida Beverage Bebe- Company. Bebev. Uh, Bebe- Bebida Beverage Company. Um, if you Bebev. look look at their website, so part of the reason why they did it is um, it looks like they numerous. Um, targets of apparent social media attempts to artificially inflate their stock price. And so they're reviewing market and trading data to identify other securities uh, where this might be happening, right? And they're kind of worried about the volatility (laughs) of it, influence of certain social media accounts on that trading activity. Um, They also, none of the companies have filed any information with the SEC or the -the over-the-counter markets where the uh, securities are quoted for over a year. So they haven't done any of their filings. They're pu- if you're a publicly traded company, whether you're publicly traded on NASDAQ or on the OTC markets, uh, which is like a, is like kind of its own little stock exchange for these OTC products, you still have to file. You still have to like oh my. say, hey, 
here's how we're doing. Um, and David, so, this this website is absolutely oh my god, it's beautiful. Are you looking at it's, Are you looking at Bebida? I'm looking at I'm looking at it's Bebevko. Bebevko. Bebev. Okay. Bebida. Bebida. What, I, what yes. I want you to do, um, let's all do this <laughs> together, everyone. Go to the bottom, and first off, the things that they're selling are coma loosened boxed water. Yes. And it's yeah, called. I, Taste of childhood, but eco-friendly. It's a box of water. That, it is, yes. And yeah. there's unwind <laughs> shots five. Each yeah. shot makes Each shot you feel makes you feel one, one year younger. <laughs> okay. Vitality potentia for those who for those need. who need. And then it's just a generic. <laughs> it's a generic image of a wa- an empty water bottle. Water bottle. <laughs> and then there's another one, another generic image of a water bottle called piranha water. Oh, no, Water and it's called water from water Iceland from Iceland iceberg. iceberg. <laughs> oh my God, this guy! Oh man, he has taken the hose water and put it in those plastic bottles. <laughs> so they're, they're based out of Elizabeth, New Jersey. Um, and shout out to Elizabeth. And just but do me a favor, go to their social media, uh, like tabs. Okay, click on their Twitter. Twitter. Okay, let's see what we got here. Click on their Twitter uh, and just why, on the link. Why can't we see Joseph Buster's face? I know. I saw that. Mr. Buster's. <laughs> World, World Bank, World Bank water. water. Yeah, that's sick. That is also a stock what? image. That has to be a stock image. Yeah. It feels legit. It's like, uh, oh, I work with The Who, and The Who is uh, work, has a partnership with World Bank Water. Yeah. So... Th- their social media account goes to the World Bank's Twitter page. That's never good. <laughs> well, they, yeah, that's, ne- that's never good. They have uh, 88,000 followers, which I assume a lot of those are paid for bots. But it's the, yeah. it's the World, Bank's World Bank water accounts. It's oh, like the World ha, ha, ha. Oh, yeah. Okay, I see what's happening here. So this is yeah. Bebita Bever. I want to read. I'm going to read for the. Uh, readers what it actually listeners for what it actually they say they're supposed to do they beat a beverage company creates makes and markets unwinding and vitality refreshments the company's lead item is coma loosen up unwinding drink and shots as well as unwind five shots the company moreover makes and disperses potentia vitality drink potentia blast vitality shot and piranha water you go to their social media account and it is the world bank and oh dude have you gone to their their pinterest no dude it's just a pinterest group called water and it's just pictures of water (laughs) it's like the ocean oh my god (laughs) it's just waves and the ocean and water and it's not theirs it was by somebody else (laughs) it's just pictures of water what is this company i don't know This is insane. Okay, so so actually their Facebook page is is like seemingly water to go, which again I think that that's their people, um, and it's a, a totally different thing though. Water, their water to go thing is like um, a water filtration product that like you pour bad water into the thing and it like turn automatically makes it potable. Apparently, yeah, not. Whatever These this are- shit, is. not piranha. It's not piranha water. Okay, that is not piranha water. 
No. Their <laughs> their phone number, it says find our office and on the numbers it says 232-6742-9982 which is not a phone number. That is too many digits for a fo- for a phone number. <laughs> it's 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 yeah. So, so is the CEO of this company really a Nigerian prince? Like I what mean, is the uh, I just don't understand. So is Babita a, a legit company where people can buy the products? They I mean, up until last week, they were listed on o- OTC markets and you could buy their stock. And theoretically, you could buy their product. I, 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 I didn't. Um, but they, <laughs> they have a Snapchat. Um, and the whole thing is that why the, all these companies were caught is they were allegedly... Uh, doing some artificial inflating of their stock price on social media. Uh This is just, uh, everything about this is just, it's so perfect. Like their icon on their website is like a dodecahedron, you know? So it's like a a big shape with a lot of sides. You know, I've been, I don't know, you've been doing, yeah, like literally, yeah, like that. And like, I, I've been clicking on all the buttons and stuff like in here, which probably isn't a good idea. I clicked buy and it brought up a phone number. Like, you want to call them? And I was like, no. Their Snapchat button opened up to an email. Yeah, I saw that too. I saw that as well. Just amazing. Amazing Beautiful. stuff. Uh, I have no idea what this company is. I have no idea why it, it has, like the social media account, Everything about it, it just comes across like a complete fraud. So what else do we have on the docket? We've looked at Babita. Then we have uh, this one called Helix Wind, which was a renewable energy company whose entire idea was basically to create wind turbines that are shaped like double helixes or like a helix. Okay. Um, Okay. It is on a company called – I couldn't find their website – because it was purchased by this other company, Sour Energy, uh, and which sounds like don't... a dope strain of indica. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Speaking oh, of oh man, speaking of dope strain, uh, Green Energy ENT is an is yeah. a really like see. So it's where is that one? Green Energy. Oh Enterprises. yeah. Oh, grow your own green. Oh my god. Dude, if you go through these, what these are amazing. They like this. This is spanning the um, kinds of bad website design from like all eras of the internet. Yeah, like, you have you have quasi Squarespace looking sites that are put together wrong. You have stuff that looks like a GeoCities site from 1998. You have everything in between. It's really like they're all so bad. So Green Energy Enterprises is. Um, two things. They have two companies. One, marijuana, and the other one, private planes. Yeah, I'm looking at that now. <laughs> I've seen blow. This sounds awesome. So, Ascent yeah. <laughs> a- Aviation is their company. Um, and so, oh, we found their CEO. Their CEO exists on it. Uh, their name is Donald Vigil. Uh. She graduated from Metro State University in Denver. Great school. Uh, she went to Friends University in Wichita, Kansas. Uh, friends? Friends University in Wichita. I mean, I look. Friends. She's got private planes and weed. What else is there to say? Her her social media sent, uh, websites are legit. The links actually go through. 
the, this website act, uh, of them all is one of the more developed. I will say. Um, this is this is. I mean, uh, I I love this. It's it's so. I mean, it just doesn't make any sense to like also I have to say from a technology perspective, I'm looking at all these websites and like there is um, uh, I'm not going to get into the details of it. But basically, like after 2017, you had to like have like uh, an HTTPS instead of an HTTP HTTP uh, version of your website because it made it so it was secure or more secure. And none of these are HTTPS. It's all the old version. So if you like look in the media and look in the browser, it's all it all just says like not secured, not secured, not secured. <laughs> like none of the none of these websites are up to code. Uh, if we're gonna if we're gonna say it like a contractor, it's yeah. hilarious. And so they're they're gone for social media, and the one of them, Blue Sphere. Uh, if you go to their social media account, their Twitter page got suspended. Uh, there, and then if you go to eVenture, so Blue Sphere, uh, comes across like, like, a uh, they turn waste into energy, right? So this is one of these companies that it's actually kind of a nice looking website, I must say, but it's also, again, like Danny said, not secure. It does agriculture, does cities. It actually is very pretty. Twitter, Twitter accounts suspended. Next one, eVenture. The whole thing is that they socialize your calendar. Easy, easily access your All calendar, right. create events, and capture digital photos and videos the way you want. So you put videos on your calendar, and you I, this is create events. Dude, this is this. Oh my god! All okay. This this website is, is one of those ones uh, where, as you scroll down, it interacts in a weird way. So like new things pop up. So it's sort of a experience like um it's like trying to do what apple does when they launch a new product and you go to apple.com and as you scroll down like animations and shit right. like that happen and cool looking stuff and this one ju it's just oh it's not good there's, there's <laughs> one part of it that says there's like a picture of like generic millennials with like christmas lights and it says have yeah. a great time and enjoy this is where you have a great time and enjoy your party <laughs> <laughs> dawn and megan's dinner party this is great i love it oh my god it's really slowing down my browser it's oh, like yeah. not it's not good so yeah they're, uh, they're, i'm they're sorry my com my computer can't handle these websites <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or these websites can't handle my computer i don't know which it is but there's so eventure yeah. um doesn't have it it, it doesn't have their twitter their Instagram, their LinkedIn, none of them exist. Uh, and they're, they're like dead links on the website. And then they're, they still have a Google Plus uh, link nice. on their website. Nice. Uh, and then you know, Google Plus just doesn't exist anymore as a real platform for them. Um, one David, of, all, of, all of these websites sound like they should be pronounced with a vaguely Eastern European accent. Just like <laughs> Uni Universal Apparel Textile Company. Media Technics Corporation. Try your byproducts. One of them is literally <laughs> called Eyes on the Go. Hey, what is that? Petting Energy, a diversified energy. So, <laughs> Eyes on the Go Inc., which I don't, I'm pretty sure doesn't mean, I don't think that that's a phrase. Like, what is, like, Eyes on the Prize, but it's Eyes on the Go? I don't really. Yeah. 
Yeah, they're all incorrectly stated uh, uh, no, nomenclature or, or like turns of phrases. Like I said, we, we, uh, QuickBooks churches, buy a housing, <laughs> wisdom homes. I, I just, yeah, this is, uh, this is real fun. What is the, the thesis of, of this uh, exploration of these companies is that they're all frauds? They seem meaningless, small companies that didn't take off and have been dead forever. And I think that the reason why they're being brought up now is because the SEC is very afraid of what's been going on with GameStop. And they're very concerned about social media artificial inflation of prices of companies. And they are using this GameStop as an ex- as a they see game they see GameStop and they say, we need to crack down on this. And so they're using these ridiculous companies, Eyes on the Go, which doesn't have a website, but according to Wall Street Journal markets page provides video monitoring systems primarily to the hospitality industry. Okay. Creepy. <laughs> um, cool. <laughs> cool. There's one. Oh, look at Media Technics Corp, which is just amazing. I, I really would imagine, like, encourage you to look at that one if you can. Gabe, and this, this is from 1998. Straight up. Oh, yeah, this one. Yeah, this one. This one's got, yeah, this is some excellent clip art. Uh, uh, it's got a book sitting on what appears to be a 2008 uh, MacBook, uh, some gears that, uh, that are connecting <laughs> with each other that are also connecting to a computer. Um, <laughs> uh, that third picture down looks like what the, the time tube that you go to when you're going to heaven. Yeah. And then three people uh, just sort of who look vaguely like doctors or scientists yeah. <laughs> sort of standing next to each and other. And that's the whole website. That's the whole website it says all, all products stunning trada, products try or buy our products buy our products technology yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> technology learn about the innovative digital publishing system that powers our products Those affiliates products. Yeah, visit our partner websites company info company info who we are and what we do oh, that's yeah, what we do um and then there's uh like universal apparel and textile company which just looks like a private prison i don't there's so, no other way to really describe it is there something about uh anybody shutting these sites down as a like as a positive form of internet and business hygiene like these are zombies these are zombie websites basically yeah this is somebody this is somebody uh finally taking down the space jam website from 1994 and being like we need it. We need to clear up some space here. You can't. Yeah. <laughs> you can't clear. yeah. Or like a dead person's Facebook account. Like, is that what we're doing here? Like, the SEC is like wiping the board with these irrelevant companies. I think so. Yeah, and 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 it, it, it's like you said, uh, David. So, like right now, uh, I would say conservatively, you know, we're not in the first or second week of GameStop stuff or whatever. Now we're sort of in like the quiet week four, week five situation of everything now. And we're in the pseudo aftermath of what happened when all the, when the GameStop stuff sort of jumped up so quickly, you know, right. and now we're getting, we're getting the weird ripple effect of the, uh, of like powerful players like the SEC and what have you being like, 
all right, let's uh, let's figure this out. So as, you know, or yeah. let's change something. So as a reminder, what happened right when GameStop kind of went down that week, right? The GameStop week. Um, the SEC said that they were looking at the situation, right? They were looking at the situation from see whether there was fraud by Wall Street bets, whether there was uh, fraud by Robinhood, by you know Citadel, the you know Robinhood being the brokerage firm that was executing these trades, trade Citadel, which was both like the the person, the customer of Robinhood who was buying the mm-hmm. trades and was also an affiliate was a hedge fund that had the short position on GameStop that had bought the short position on GameStop. So they were allegedly, you know, had an apparent conflict of interest um, in these, in executing these trades. And then the last one, they said that they were looking at companies themselves to see whether companies were doing any, you know, wrong behavior of like fraud or artificially inflating their price otherwise. And I think that this is absolutely tied to this. They could not find anything that GameStop did wrong. I don't yeah. think. Like the people, yeah. GameStop um, went into, a, a, along with the Robin Hood people, along with Roaring Kitty and Citadel, all appeared in front of Congress. And I think that GameStop just kind of, no one really had anything to say to them because they haven't said any or done really anything wrong. But the SEC still wants to do something to make it look like they're cracking down. Doing doing a job. They're doing yeah, a job. They're... So they're going to crack down on eHouse Global. Uh, <laughs> it's a, this, a uh, this Yeah. I mean, this reminds me of like uh, Matt Taibbi's Griftopia. I think that was the book. And uh, when they talked about the financial crisis, how the regulating bodies went after one bank in Chinatown. Uh, yeah. Instead of going after, you know, any of the big boys. Yeah. So this yeah. this one tiny small small fish bank took all the heat. Yeah, this definitely feels like again because we're in week four or week five, and there was all these people, you know, on like you know bigger media platforms being like, "There's some fucking screwy shit going on here." And the only response that they can actually give uh, in terms of sort of like punishing somebody is just like sweeping up these cobwebs of of like enterprises that weren't really doing anything. Just sort of like I wouldn't even say that media technics was grifting people so much as they were poorly putting together a Wix.com website, you know, like. And they're and they're saying like yeah we uh, yeah we solved the problem I think they're definitely just trying to be like the problem got solved well they're like, it's taken care of well they're, yeah they're, I think that it's it's kind of a, an implicit comparison of wisdom wisdomhomesofamerica.com, which if you go to look at it it just looks like reading the reading rainbow if it had a website basically <laughs> and that level of technological advancement and apparently they make these things. Uh, called QuickBook Churches. No idea what that means. That's their product. Yeah. And, I mean, comparing those to GameStop, it's effectively saying GameStop is a dead-end company. It should not be doing as well as it is. By the way, as of recording uh, at the end of last Friday, it was trading at $101, right? So the the short uh, squeeze worked effectively. 
it was at twenty dollars yeah. or even much less before this, you know, the short squeeze began, and it is way way above that right now. And but the, but the SEC is kind of trying to set an example by just going after these tiny little boys, and then they even say explicitly like, "Hey, we are uh, going to keep looking at other people. This is not." the end of this investigation of looking at all these ludicrously small, meaningless companies. And you know what? Some of them look like legitimate frauds. Like I, sure. I cannot put my finger on what Bebita beverage company is or does, but it cannot be good. I, like every single thing that it leads to is either a money laundering device, a complete scam or like something tied to the like uh your deepest conspiracy theory about the World Bank. And there's nothing about that that is good and it should have its stocks banned, but it is they're choosing to go after it now because of GameStop. These are the lowest of low-hanging fruits. These fruits are hanging like uh 6 feet underground. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and they're ma- and they're making and they're making the false comparison that what happened with retail investors with GameStop and that what's happening with these weird zombie things are the same thing. Where they're just not. It's just a I mean like again, it can't be emphasized enough where it's just like maybe the individual players or some of the individual players who were like trying to invest in GameStop were more like higher up like investor types. But large swaths of it were, A, incredibly transparent, literally, you know, propagated over Reddit, you know, where, like, obnoxious for sure, but, like, absolutely just sort of, like, this is what we're doing, this is what it is, and this is why we think we should be doing it, you should do it too, Uh, there's, there's risk involved, but whatever. And then they're trying to compare that to, like, what is clearly a money laundering scheme yeah. for at least a couple of these websites and being like yeah yeah these are these are the same and we're taking <laughs> care of it and i think what you're not going to get over the next couple of weeks continually is people asking the question or like some sort of reporter or anybody being like hey do you think this is the same and they're gonna be like well we're actually looking into corruption at large and it's just like no 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 you're saying that you are taking care of what happened a couple weeks ago, but it's not that. It's just a completely other thing. It, it's, it's, like when a, it's like when a kid doesn't want to do chores and their mom's like, do the dishes, do the dishes. And you're just like, but I, I, I picked up, I picked up a, ch- a shirt on the ground three hours ago. That counts. And it's like, no, it doesn't. <laughs> uh, where th- these aren't the same things. I mean, it's kind of like the it's like the classic centrist false equivalency of like being like a fascist who wants to make a ethno state dictatorship, and then the left saying we want healthcare and education, and then the f- centrist being like these things are the same. Right? <laughs> <laughs> like you can't. I mean, I'm not saying that I'm not saying that GameStop is like an ethical company or anything like that, and no one would, but they're just not. It's a false equivalence. Um, and mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. thing is, GameStop had a rebound last week. And this was after its CFO was forced out by the board. And uh, it was, it went from being at $40 at some point last week to $170 after this guy was forced out. And apparently, since 
the GameStop phenomenon, he has uh, people have been trying to. Uh, the board of directors has been saying we need to do something about this money that we're getting all of a sudden, and mm-hmm. he mm-hmm. was effectively refusing or unable to pivot to digital. That like was which was what everyone wanted him to do. You know how like you know AT and T was just a shitty phone, not shitty, but like a huge phone company. But they were a phone company and they successfully pivoted to digital, right? And GameStop didn't do that. But then they got a bunch of money like in the past two months, and now all of a sudden they want to kind of do make the move, make the move. But the CFO wasn't doing that, and then he got forced out, and then the price jumped. So this is. then also, this came out, um, this is from Bloomberg, it's called, uh, the title is, The Short Selling Environment Has Never Been Worse, okay? This is, um, last Friday, uh, Ken Griffin of, of, the, of Citadel said that c- after the congressional hearings, the turmoil will diminish short selling for the foreseeable future, okay? Basically, since last March, the economy has... The stock market is doing well, despite the fact that no one is doing well. No one's doing okay. Like, yeah. well, it just ha- it's called the K-shaped growth, right? Where the top half is just growing exponentially, and the bottom mm-hmm. half is just like going way down. I mean, it's a, a kind of it's a real like class antagonism. But like the short short selling because the the stock market is rebounding on paper, short selling is doing terribly, effectively, and. There are all these companies that people were expecting to be shorted and get some money for these hedge funds that are not doing that for them. Uh, yeah, and, so they're not making any money off the off of uh, the misery. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The pessimists not, are not making money. Yeah, yeah. It's it's dude. I, now we're getting into the, like the second wave situation of this because like david you're talking about how uh, shorts are doing poorly which means inevitably some somebody's making money and something you know in the stock market and then what you were talking about uh, about just gamestop as a company i mean i might be projecting a little bit here but like it's 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 almost like a little bit i don't know if inspiring is the word because it's like, imagine you're a board of directors for a company that, for all intents and purposes, was probably going to go bankrupt in the next five years or something like that. You're GameStop, you know, you're you're kind of out of date and whatever. And you, you know, you, you get this crazy influx of cash by total chance. Like, you are not a necessarily well-designed company. Right. And you get a fuckload of money because that's what stocks do when you when your your company goes public it's a way to raise money and you get all this money and your cfo is just sort of like no i'm not gonna do it anymore you know and you got actual you got i mean like i'm not saying all these people are good actors necessarily but if you're like a person on GameStop's board you're like we should do something with this money Right. Like, let's 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 do something with this. And you have somebody who's just like, no, I want to go bankrupt. <laughs> you know, the price of GameStop is actually responsive to the company's activity, which I never thought was really the case. Like whenever I would hear Roaring Kitty talk about or like read about how he was saying that GameStop, uh, GameStop has like inherent value. There is like an actual thing. I thought that was bullshit. I, I, I thought that this was just something sure. that he was saying and like he 
was just asserting it, but the reality is, is like, screw you, Melvin Capital, screw you, Citadel. Let's like, let's invest in this irony company because all of us are like Gen X and Gen Z uniting to overthrow, you know, hedge funds that ruined my past and future life. It seems that it, it, this is happening, that, it, that actually the company did a change, huge change, and now the price is reacting accordingly. So, like, it's kind of like when you, like, ironically like Steely Dan in your late 20s, and then in your early 30s, you're like, oh, wait, I actually like Steely Dan now. And then you buy <laughs> tickets to see Steely Dan, and Steely Dan is broken up, but then they realize that a lot of people are streaming their products and... They and and so they decide to do a comeback tour, yeah. And they're actually good, and that's what GameStop has done. Is just imagining, you know, you're envisioning, damn, what would I do if somebody gave me a million dollars? And then GameStop actually won the lottery, and people just flooded them with money, and they're trying to do things to upgrade. Yeah, yeah. This is like this is actual chaos magic. <laughs> like, like left. This is Aleister Crowley left hand path. Like I, my will upon this, 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 this entity. It is, it is my will. You it, know, it could have been like Rush Hour Two if it were a company. Like just something that just people liked when they were ten, or is just so I don't know, obsolete to a certain generation of people. Like it, it could have I don't know. It could have been Qdoba, right? Uh, for me, uh, not for Danny. Danny Qdoba is still an important, vital company that has a lot of growth potential. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh yes, <laughs> they're way better. They're way better than Chipotle. <laughs> yeah. uh, I, I I eat it there all the time. Yeah. No, no. I I think it's. Uh, I don't know, man. Like, I don't think I won't go as far to say that it's important, but I mean, you got to think about like what are what are companies today like? Uh, you know, a successful company as defined by like today's standards is is something like Amazon where success is just like having such a large portion of the market share that like you automatically do well, you know? And when something like GameStop does well, it's, it is, has like this strange meaning because it's like, it's allowing like literally any other kind of competition, you know, that's it. It's allowing competition. What do you mean? No, I mean like, look. If you think it's like, if you have to think about it from like a capitalist standpoint, which I don't like thinking about it from. Yeah. It's like, I mean, we only think about. I, I mean, I only think about like things in terms of gigantic com- companies like right. Target or or like uh, or Amazon or what have you. GameStop was like an out of date, weird thing that didn't really exist anymore. You know, but like. To have a weird As in it's situation like a normal happen. company. As in it's just like a normal it's just mid- it's just normal kind of it's just big normal company. Like it's like a widely distributed company, but it's not one of these companies that is like the platform, the streaming service, and the goods distributor and the goods provider and manufacturer. Like this is not a megalopoly. Yeah. And like it's people kind of like it because it's like uh this this company just has some stores. And it just, it just does it's it. got like it's got yeah. like 300 stores across the nation or something like that. And that is what's weird about that is our economy has become so distorted that people view that as like small S M O L <laughs> like it's cute. <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. like that that like when in the 90s man, you hated those big box stores. Like GameStop was just like 
support your like screw that man i'm going to go to my local video game store i'm going to go to my local you know dhs store and screw the big man gamestop and now yeah. gamestop is viewed as this quaint little like paradise that like you know it's like vermont aesthetic all of a sudden like sure <laughs> i mean that's what you saw like watching the latest season of stranger things was that they talked about how the and it was in the 80s right and how the uh main street was decimated by the mall and everyone's right. going to the mall but now the mall has been decimated by uh the online shopping yeah and yeah. so now we're hearkening back to this nostalgic time where the mall is our main street right I yeah mean, and it's it, it is it also does sort of bring into question is like what is uh, what is more efficient about amazon is that even sustainable because we all think oh well i can just get everything shipped to me and it's cheaper and everything like that but the that those are just like the quick you don't see those costs like the longer term cost is that amazon because they have prime well, they got to ship stuff in two days for most people and in order to do that you have to like improperly pack uh planes and trucks and all that stuff and it's like a drain on the environment and what have you and somebody is getting exploited on the way uh, along the way meanwhile a company like gamestop which again is not good necessarily right still kind of evil like they're literally just a brick and mortar. You instead of having something shipped to you and having that last mile delivery, like exploit some weird contract worker, you just walk seven blocks over and you buy a PS5. Well, or people whatever. don't walk to GameStop. No one walked. You oh, drive. I can walk to GameStop. Have, who walks to GameStop? I'm gonna go. There's one on Knickerbocker. There's one on Knickerbocker Avenue well in Bushwick. You may as well walk to a gas station. It's that's not, <laughs> that's no way that's gonna happen. Um, no, look, it's possible. It's possible. All right. <laughs> uh, anyways, I I think that's kind of all I had on this. I just think it's such a strange little topic. I guess. Um, one other thing on. What's going on? Little GameStop update. I didn't watch all this subcommittee hearing from like from a bit ago, but this was a really uh, funny clip, I think, which was this California Democrat uh, just grilled the shit out of uh, this uh, Bre uh, Ken Griffin. Okay, it's literally his name is Ken Griffin, and who is the CEO of Citadel, and he asked him all about payment for order flow, which is. Uh, this big controversy in stock trading, and that's why Robinhood got, that's how they make their money, right? Robinhood is free, yeah. but what they do is they sell the information to somebody else. They're like Facebook. They sell your, inform your stock trading information to somebody else who then executes it, right? Uh, they're basically a data company in the same way that any of these other social media companies are. And they're interviewing... Um, Rep Sherman is interviewing the CEO of Citadel um, and he's asking him about payment for order flow. And I, I want to include this clip. I want to play this just really quick. You've come to expect things on the internet to be free. When you're not paying for it, it's not free. You're the product. Someone else is the customer. When you go onto Facebook and it's free, you're the product being sold uh, to the advertiser and your information is sold to God knows whom. 
So we now have a system where we're telling investors that it's free to invest uh, in to buy and sell stock. Uh, there are two ways to pay the folks involved in Wall Street for buying and selling stock. One is a commission, and uh, you know what it is. And so we discourage investors a little bit from buying and selling stock because they have to pay a commission and they know they're paying a commission. The other way to do it is to give them a worse uh, 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 execution. Whenever there's, a say, a stock being purchased and sold, the market maker, perhaps Citadel, might be uh, willing to sell the stock for ten, uh, for uh, $10.05, uh, but uh, will buy it for only $10. The difference is $0.05. Cents. And so the issue is whether Robinhood and other people who are been to being told you get it for free are really getting it for free. Uh, Mr. Griffin, you're a market maker. You pay uh, some brokers for order flow. You pay other. You don't pay other order uh, others for order flow. Um, so when you pay for order flow, you're not making as much on the transaction. You have to pay some of that back to the broker. That's hidden for the amount of that is hidden from the customer. The fact that it exists has perhaps recently been disclosed. Um, SEC rules require that people get the best execution, but I've recently learned that there's best execution and enhanced pricing. So if you get an order from Fidelity and you get an order from uh, Robinhood and you're paying for the Robinhood order flow, is that customer getting, is the Robinhood customer getting as good a price as the Fidelity customer? Mr. Griffin. So Congressman, I, I believe that's an excellent question. The execution quality that we can provide as measured in terms of price improvement is heavily related or correlated to the size of the order that we receive. So if I were to speculate- I, I didn't, don't, don't tell me that, it's a, that there are other factors involved and take us down another road. I'm asking you a clear question. Assuming same size of order. One comes in from Robinhood, one comes in from Fidelity. Uh, is, is it not true that one is going to be get a enhanced uh, uh, best execution and the other one is just gonna get be best execution? So as, as I was trying to explain, because the Robinhood order comes from a community, a community of traders who tend to trade in smaller size. That isn't my question, sir. You're evading my question by making up other questions. Let me repeat. Two identical orders come in. Same stock, same quantity. One's from Robinhood, one's from Fidelity. What happens? The quality of the execution varies by the channel of the order. This is a commonly understood phenomena in economics that channels matter. So for example, when you go get a mortgage, a mortgage from JP Morgan to their clientele has a different rate of interest than a okay. mortgage. Okay, let me, reclaiming my time, sir, who gets the better deal? The one that comes from a broker who is uh, paying, uh, being paid for order flow and one not. Can you testify that they, that on balance, there is no difference, assuming the same size of the order? 
So as I said earlier, size of the order is only one factor. Other you factors, are doing a great job of wasting my time. You should, my, if you're going to filibuster, you should run for the Senate. Uh, everyone else I've talked to in this industry says when you pay for order flow, you get a uh, when your broker is being paid for order flow, you get a worse execution. Man, he just fucking he's just nailing his ass to the wall. It's so funny because it keeps getting he keeps trying to make it confusing. And then this guy's just like, you're a bitch. We do not like you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's really fun. He's just is grilling him and he's like, okay, same size. He's like, okay, yeah, but if they're different sizes, no, 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 same size. No, 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 but what if they're, but the, 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 uh, yeah, it was, it was, it was fresh. Uh, yeah. That was kind of the most interesting thing about the, the whole thing because they, Citadel, is in a very precarious situation because they are clearly the profiteering off of this business model that is exploiting Robinhood traders, ultimately, who are getting a worse deal to the point that it is, like, potentially illegal. The way, like, in that they are not doing the trades that they say they're doing for the people who are mm -hmm. on their platform. Because it's ultimately much later, and it's not at the best, like the right moment of doing it, you know. And yeah. they have these intermediaries that are uh, that are that are totally profiteering, of, like like uh, like Citadel here, um, and also Citadel's. Like uh, it, it's Ken Griffin is such a funny guy, and that company is is so funny because he's really coming across like a bit like a monster on both ends of it. I think like he is not only profiteering off of these these retail traders information but he it's so apparent that he benefited off of robin hood stopping buy buy positions on that thursday and because they're they're also the hedge fund that was chiefly invested in the short position on gamestop yeah yeah it, it i mean it's sort of the whole thesis of the podcast in general is just trying i mean what he that's what he's doing right now is he's trying to obfuscate facts with over financialization right like he's trying to hide it by just saying jargon he is like two-face but if two faces were two different crimes wait what it's like it's like, <laughs> like two-face like two-face has if there was like no nice side, side of his face there was just a, yeah, a yeah. different kind of bad face yeah 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 <laughs> Anyways, uh, Ponzi Scream, everyone. Like, listen, and subscribe. This has been fun. <laughs> I, don't I don't know. That's all, that's, no, that's all I got on it. No, it, it's complicated. It's complicated, but I'm really glad we're talking about it and following up on it. You know, it's very it's very important to actually let people know, like, how this is progressing. It's yeah. never going to end. GameStop is here forever. Yeah. <laughs> The, the 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 invisible hand of the market tried to strangle it, and then you fucking Reddit boys brought it back, and now it's here. Thank and you. Robin Hood's not going away, but don't use it because it's a scam and they hate you if you're a consumer of it. Don't take don't use products that are free uh, because when you do that, you're you are the product. G GameStop is going to buy Apple in a month. <laughs> that's that's, that's, the, that's the way I'm seeing it. Uh, uh, yeah, that's it. Gabe, any, <laughs> Gabe anything you want to plug? 
Hey, man, Funhouse Comedy is every Wednesday night at 9.30 p.m., and it's always on Zoom, so you can listen from the safety of your bedroom, watch us, and, yeah, uh, keep wearing a mask, wash your hands, get vaccinated. When it, I yes. love those. Yes. I love those shows. Get, get vaccinated <laughs> show. It's really funny. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a reality TV show where you just watch people in line uh, at uh, at clinics Jeez. that are fully operated by the United States um, military. <laughs> yes, just by, operated by your friendly neighborhood Bronx guy who joined the army. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm, yes. I'm into it. Sexy. Yeah. All right. Um, uh, okay, guys. Yay! Yay. That's it. Bye, guys. <laughs> Bye-bye.